Hey, folks, I'm Dave Holmes. Welcome to International Waters, the transatlantic panel show that pits American and British comedians against each other in a pop culture battle royale. This is our Christmas show, but I'm going to give you guys a little peek behind the curtain. We're actually recording it in Mm mid-November on a morning in which we here in the United States are waiting by our phones for a push notification about a really terrible story about a really beloved comedian. It is sort of sex creep Christmas in reverse. It's is beginning what we're to doing look a right lot now. like sex but the, creeps. But, the, but like the, the listeners yeah. of the future will know by they now. They will know by Which now. One? You will all know by now. Team yep. UK, we can't say because uh. if it doesn't drop, then we all get sued into oblivion. <laughs> but we could guess because we know nothing. We can just throw names out and you could make no noise. To you, you could guess because you've heard it already. Yeah, it's just not uh, you know fully sourced and backed up and in the New York Times. But okay. it's coming. We're checking our phones. It is <laughs> like some sort of super fucked up Santa Claus is about to visit, uh, and you are listening to International Waters. country that named the day after Christmas Boxing Day when they could have just gone with Christmas 2, the squeakquel, from the Guilty Feminist and the Slate's Dear Prudence podcasts, it's Avery Edison. Hello. Hi. Nice, How are you, nice Avery? Nice to be here. It's, uh, I'm actually really bad. I got a cold, came on this oh, no. morning. Um, I cancelled oh. another another gig I had during the day, so I'd have energy mm-hmm. for this recording. Kind of a I hero. I love it. Thank I, you. I don't need... No, calm, calm down. No, no applause. I can see the yeah, sound yeah. engineers out there. Are pl- guys... It's fine. Calm down. I, they're bringing me gifts. This is incredible. Oh. I know I'm embarrassed. <laughs> but, uh, you should yeah. have a nice tea with a lemon, and, uh, and and you'll be fine. You'll be fixed up in the morning. Yeah, I, I did that before I came out. And also took some right. very weak opiates uh, just right. to ride out the pain. So we're all good. Fantastic. Get well, Avery Edison. Also playing for the UK from the writing team of Have I Got News for You, it's Nat Tapley. Hello. Hi, Nat. Hello. How are you? I'm very well. I've got a massive hangover, but I'm drinking through mm. it, and it's all good here. I gotcha. I still have one from a wedding over the weekend, and it's Thursday. Yeah. That's what happens when you're 46 <laughs> good years wedding. old. Yeah, it was a real good wedding. Yeah. It was a comedian wedding. God bless oh, us. No. Uh, Team UK, I need you to come up with a buzz-in word that you feel best represents the UK oh, okay. at this moment in time. I imagined Brexit had probably been taken recently, but I feel that's very much still the national mood. And so I thought, yeah. I come from a, a place called Dorset, which is very... It's very country England, very lots of farmers and salt of the earth people and right. uh, sort of your Brexit types, really. Um, and we have a term for tourists uh, who visit my small town. We call them grockles, G-R-O-K-E-L-S. <laughs> and I'm so enamored by that word. Yeah. I think we've got to use what? it, don't we? The, That's incredible. It, Take bloody, me through the etymology of it. What yeah, does it mean? The bloody grockles have come in and they're all clogging up the the towns but also like we need them because it's a tourism town i don't know the etymology i've done a lot of research to make sure it's not race based uh uh-huh. because that would be Smart. terrible obviously but uh yeah it seems to have come out of nowhere but it's you'll hear it all summer long in my hometown 
That's amazing. Oh, it's yeah. like you actually live at Hogwarts and have a special word for people who don't go there. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Except Hogwarts is a, a decaying small town where everyone is leaving <laughs> yeah. as soon as they graduate. <laughs> on an island full of despair. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> But we are the... We're never more than two degrees from a discussion about Hogwarts when yeah. we're in this when we're in this room somehow. So grockles, grockle, grockle, grockle. Let's grockle. go with the singular grockle. Does it, do we, singular do, do we have grockle. to do the accent? We do it. We don't have to, you... but it's fun, isn't it? Let's do it. All right then, grockle, 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 grockle. grockle. All right. And if you're a filthy tourist, we're talking about you specifically. Mm-hmm. 100%. Uh, playing for the nation that's celebrating two steps forward with this fall's elections and five decades back. With last year's, it's actress and comedian from the improv troupe Ripley, Amanda Troop. Hello. How are you? I'm really good. Good. Yeah. Good. Yeah, I'm I'm good. You seem peppy. I'm great. great. Yeah. Great. I've been I've been this this week I've been going to bed at yes. the same time every night. Oh. And then like trying to like get enough sleep that I wake up before my alarm clock. Ooh. This has been an amazing experiment. It's somewhat working. Nice. Yeah. It helps. And it, this is a good like early to bed kind of year. I it's think dark you know, a it's, and it's also like I enough today enough yeah. Yeah. good night yes <laughs> had it with you world <laughs> like let me watch uh, one of my hilarious political talk shows that I enjoy at night to fall asleep nope no. just good night yeah it's gonna work you up yeah can't do it no okay I yeah that's a that's a solid yeah okay I'm I'm gonna do it I'm gonna do it I'm gonna do it the Amanda Troop way I'm oh, gonna start going just, to bed 10 p.m. every night yeah. And then just see what happens. Just see what happens. It's okay. kind. Of, it's it's kind of good. Yeah. Yeah. I don't need Stephen Colbert in my life. Well, I can tape him and watch him when I want. You, you could. Yeah. You could. Okay. Yeah. Well, you've really turned me around, Amanda. True. Oh, I'm so glad. Uh, also playing for the U.S. from the brand new acclaimed uh, podcast that we have just learned is literally sweeping the planet off book. It's Zach Reno. Hi. Hello. How are you? I'm. I'm good. We haven't had the whole day to beat us down yet. I know. Right. So like we have. <laughs> We have time. The future is full of possibility. That's it right. doesn't end well. Possibly. We've seen the end of this day. It ends terribly. Ugh. Oh, no, no spoilers. No spoilers on the day. I slept pretty good. Good. My cats, Dr. Magellan Teeth and Boo, <laughs> guys, they don't, they don't sleep. Cats are supposed to sleep like 20 hours a day. Yeah. But no. they do it at all the wrong times. Yeah, they're doing it now. They're, they're doing, doing it, it in between your blinks. Yep. They're do- yes. They're, they're Doctor Who don't blinking they're quantum <laughs> sleep. <laughs> We're always zero degrees from talking about Doctor Who on yeah. this podcast. This so is a Doctor welcome. Who and Harry Potter podcast, right? Yeah. Essentially, if it's anything yeah. else, I'm and, not qualified. And I feel like this this booth is very reminiscent of like a TARDIS type situation. It is. So it is. Yeah, yeah, I should ask. People in the UK, are you in a room that is? Yeah, we are in a blue room. The outside? Yeah, yeah. Okay, cool. So no, it's the same. It's the same. We're in the same size inside. Yeah. That We're in the same TARDIS, I think. We're all in the same one it's so virtually. Big. You might be here and we just that's, don't see you. That's really deep when you think about it. We're all in we're deep down, we're all in the same aren't we TARDIS, all in the same aren't booth? we? Oh, yeah. God, I love it. Just a different dimension within that TARDIS. I yeah. get it. The I universe it. is Team just US... one big TARDIS. <laughs> Team US, what's your buzz in word? <laughs> um, well, we were talking about how, okay, it's a Christmas episode, so what's something Christmassy and American y and um Pine Fresh is oh. uh, a scent beloved of so many people at this time of year. And also and, mostly manufactured probably by chemical means. Yeah, yeah chemical probably. means. And it's either hanging from your rearview mirror or it's mm-hmm. in your fake tree in those little sensical 
you know, the, the, they make these like oh, little... Oh, sensical, yeah. Se- se- it's hard to say the word. It is, yeah. But they're like the little icicles that icicle you hang, but they're made out of scent. A sensical. And they smell like pine. They're what like tree the, renews it. So tree renews it. Tree renews it. It's something that is not that. A, non, a nonsensical. Uh-huh. An I'm op- going to shut up now. Like an absorber? <laughs> No, it was wordplay. Is this about wordplay? Oh, nonsense. So what's your buzz in word? We're going to shout Pine pine Fresh. fresh. Pine Fresh. Yeah. Pine Fresh versus Grokku. Let's get into it. We're going to start the show with a little pop culture warm-up we like to call What's the Story? You get two points for correct answers, one point for answers that are wrong, but funny if you don't know what I mean by wrong, but funny. Just imagine Frosty the Snowman coming to life and then just not wanting to play with you. Uh, Buzz in with your buzz in words when you know the answer. Question number one, dog news. Uh, there is a lot to love about dogs. Oh, I sure love mine. Goodness. They're furry. They used to be wolves. They will never initiate a conversation about Stranger Things. Uh, but sometimes dogs can be trouble, as Rosalind Evans found out when she discovered her seven-month-old pup, Rocky, had filled her kitchen with what? Grockle. Oh, pine, pine. Oh, Grockle okay. got in there. Uh, somehow it knocked over, like, detergent or oh. some cleaning liquid so it's like of some a, kind, and it will frost Like a wacky up. sitcom? Gotcha. Yes, absolutely. Like I love Lucy. Yeah. Sure. No. Pine nope. fresh. Yep. Uh, other people's shoes. Mm-mm. Uh, pine fresh. Sure. Do it again. Yet more leaked documents. <laughs> no. <laughs> Going to stop you the there. American yeah. government. Going to stop you there because no. Anyone Grockle. else? Going once. Grockle. Yes. Is it unsubstantiated yep. rumors about sex pests? Uh, <laughs> no. no. Nope. Because a they're about Grockle. to be substantiated, <laughs> and b no. Uh, the answer is sheep. Sheep? Oh. Nine sheep. Was herding sheep into a... Well, not that's, dead. Yeah, you that's know not what? a yep. problem, though. She could, she's my, got a sheep, well, in the living room, it is. Sheep. Yeah, my my issue with out. that was I was picturing an apartment in, like, New York City, so, like, a walk-up. <laughs> mm-hmm. I was thinking about things you could get to the apartment. Yeah. But if you have an apartment where there are sheep nearby, that's totally doable. Yeah. yeah. But you, didn't but you give still us don't the want information it. Today. Right? It's, it's bad. <laughs> yeah. Oh! Uh, yeah. You... Have made a mistake, <laughs> Avery. Avery, what were you saying? I was just saying you you didn't give us all the information in the question. You should have given us the entire context, yeah, and then yeah. given us the answer. The answer to the yeah, the dog, description of the, the house and the room. Just whisper yeah. to us what no. you want us to say. Yeah. It's easier guys, that way. Listen, I you don't tell me how to do my job. Okay. <laughs> uh, it was sheep. Uh, yeah, Rocky was a trainee sheep dog, which is great. I uh, got the first part of the job right. He moved the sheep. But uh, he kind of tripped up on the second part, which is don't herd them into the kitchen. Unless one of them is Gordon Ramsay. Whoa. Oh, God. Oh, Amanda. (laughs) It's it's doubly good. Is this this the way it's going to be? Yeah. Is this the way it's going to be? It's all puns. Let me blow your mind for a second. That's like doubly good because it was in the kitchen. Right. It was the reason to take the sheep and it was a ram. Holy shit. Holy sheep. Okay. I hope it's not Guy (laughs) Fury. Oh, yes. Um. <laughs> Anyone else? That works with yes. Anthony yes. Bourdain. Also Anthony great. Bourdain, but it's B-O-A-R, Dane. Oh, uh-huh, yeah, okay. <laughs> yeah. All right, I'm stopping this right now. For a bonus point, uh, tell me about a time an animal caused you trouble. Another one in oh, the same podcast? Um, well, sure. uh, Pine Fresh. Yeah. Um, so when we lived in Kansas when I was a kid, my mom and I made a chocolate cake for my dad for um, his birthday. And our dog got up on the table and licked the icing off of a quarter of the cake. And so we went, oh, no, our beautiful cake. And so we decided just to refrost it. Yeah. And then we served the part that had been licked to my dad later. That's... And 
So it wasn't trouble. It was just hilarious. Yeah, he was fine. He was. It was all good. 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 It's cute. Now it's, it's cute. cute. Yeah. Uh, anyone else? Yeah. Pine, Dog tro- pine fresh. Pet trouble. Yes. So I, my, my dad had constructed a very small pond in our backyard in Santa Barbara, not near the the river or anything, and we yeah. filled it with fish like you do for a pond. And one morning we came out, and there's just this big, giant heron. It's like four foot tall bird just standing in the pond eating all of the fish. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, wow. Because it was basically like fish prison yeah. for birds to kill you. It's a buffet. Yeah. Yeah, yeah that's bad. UK? Yeah. Oh, animal um, trubs? No. Uh, our former prime minister uh, had sex with a severed pig's head. And I, you know, that's honestly, true. I think the, the attention and narrative around it distracted from more important issues in the UK and is, is part of the problem with our whole political culture. So yeah, that's my one. Solid. Yeah, yeah. solid. Grockle. Yeah. I, my problem was that I was just second in line to that pig's head. That was <laughs> <laughs> is, is Slop, that, very sloppy second. Is, is, is having sex with a pig's head how you get Hogwarts? Ooh. Oh. <laughs> oh. <laughs> it's just never going to stop. It's that, just never going to stop. That crosses a line for me. I yeah. know. It crosses a line for me, too, but sometimes you have to go there. Yeah. My recent animal trouble was that uh, I watched uh, A Dog's Purpose on an airplane. Oh, no. And oh. made a spectacle of myself crying. Uh, well, they say that you actually have stronger emotions you do. when you're on a plane. You do. The Virgin America safety video makes me cry. That oh, is yeah. not a joke. Like, yeah. at the end of it, I get filled up. The singing really one? Do. The singing one. Well, With the little girl rapping, the, but clearly it's so someone cute. else that's rapping. Yeah. Yeah. Now, now that you're something, something through the rap scene, something like that. She says something about the rap scene, which is hilarious. <laughs> uh, anyway, let's move on to question number two. Six degrees of separation news. Citizens in New York will no longer have to fear a citation normally reserved for teenagers in small Midwestern towns. A 91-year-old law was recently repealed that prevented what? Something was outlawed until very recently in New York City in certain establishments. I was actually at a place that got shut down for this reason. That helps if you have followed every detail of my life. (laughs) Zach, do you want to? I don't know. Pine Mm. fresh. Yeah. Vaping too hard. No. No. Although that should be. Uh, Holding hands. No. Uh, UK. I'm trying to think of something that would have been bad 91 years ago. Is it sort of, is it playing an accordion whilst wearing baggy dungarees (laughs) and... You are warm. Grockle. Of course I am. Singing in... Do you... Yep. I didn't didn't buzz in. UK. 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 Uh, is it herding sheep into the establishment? No. <laughs> no. You could Pine have st- stole it and you went for the joke. I'm so proud of you. Pine fresh. Pine fresh. Yeah. Singing in public. Incorrect. Uh. Dancing. Oh. Cabaret law. Oh, uh, this is some kind of like footloose town? No, it's the state. It's New York City. New York is a footloose there, city? New York City, up until recently, you could not dance in bars. That is That so was a real thing. Ironic. Otherwise, John Lithgow would come and wave his finger very sternly at you. Yes, he would. Yes, he would. The, the whole thing was... Any establishment that served food and drinks uh, could not allow customers to dance unless they had a a cabaret license, which was nearly impossible to get. Uh, Only about 100 bars out of 25,000 or so in New York City actually had it. Uh, It wasn't strictly enforced, although, again, I was at a place on the Lower East Side and we got shut down on New Year's Eve for dancing. Swear to Christ. Who who called that in? Uh, I don't know. Probably a rival bar owner. John Lithgow Probably like a cheers kind of deal. Or John Lithgow. I think it's a man with no legs. Oh, that could be a furious, oh. furious, no furious legged John Lithgow, my worst enemy. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, uh, the, uh, the law, uh, you would be cited for unlawful swaying. That is a, uh, that is a really 
So really? Unlawful swaying. Unlawful yeah. swaying. So there, is there a category of swaying that is protected by law? Yes, yes there is. There's it is uh, wearing outrageous hats on MTV News. Ooh. Get it? Slay. That was my wordplay. Uh, okay, at <laughs> the end of round. Lisa Loeb couldn't uh, perform in, was that her, Sway? Well, I was Stay. Oh, oh God, who was Sway? God darn it. Oh, shit. Now you're going to drive me crazy. Sorry. Who sang Sway? It was in, like, American Pie or one of those movies. Yeah. Sing a little. I'm bad with the name. Sixpence None the Rich. Like, no, it was like a, it was like Dua Lipa, but it wasn't Dua Lipa because she was not born. Um, I'm going to get to the bottom of this as we take a break. But before we do that, I'm going to tell you the scores. Oh, my God. You guys, two points a piece. Oh, nice. Oh. That's right. Oh, yes. Um, I'm really looking this up because it's really going to drive me crazy. And I'm sorry, listeners. You're just going to have to bear with it. Let's move on to our next round. Uh, this has become a regular part of our annual Christmas episode. It's something we like to call Cracker Please. It is based around the British tradition of Christmas crackers. You know about Christmas crackers? Mm-hmm. Do you know, do you, Zach? Not at all. Okay. Oh. Well, uh, it's, how about this? UK, why don't you describe the practice to, uh, to Zach? It's a way of bonding with your family by taking a small cardboard tube, which contains a small amount of explosive, holding one end of it each and leaning away from each other until it breaks. Mm-hmm. And, and, and there's a little gunpowder in it, so it goes yeah. pop. Yeah. Yeah. And there's also and then, a toy and then for someone. Then there's a toy, and then what? there's the reading of the joke, the ceremonial reading of yeah, the joke. Yeah, there's, a, there's right. a small toy or gadget, and then a bad joke printed on a slip of paper, and sometimes a paper hat or crown. Yes. So mm-hmm. it's, it's Russian roulette in a tube yeah. where you get a present instead of one of you dying, and yeah. also... Yeah. But then you have to listen to a lot of jokes. Yeah. You have okay. to listen to a lot of and not real jokes. good jokes. And if yeah. you're a comedian, you're so, home for Christmas, you will get all your family saying, you can put that one in your set. You yeah. can use that one in your set. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you, should, you should be writing for them. Yeah, you should write for the cracker. Oh. You should send some jokes into them, shouldn't you? So at your, your Christmas table, do you get a lot of relatives being like, oh tell God. us a joke, say yeah. something funny? Yeah, yeah, for sure. You do. I refuse to do it until mm-hmm. they've done what they do for a living at the table. I was a psychology major in college, and then I graduated, and then I worked, in, like, and then I moved into the world of comedy. So I, it was like one annoying, like, distant relative go-to saying after another. In college, it was like, "Hey, don't sp- you you got your work cut out for you here?" And then it was like, and then I went into comedy, and it was like, oh, "Hey, I've got something for you set." Family's hacky. Can we agree? Yeah. We're moving into Christmas, and let's just say family is fucking hacky. Mm-hmm. All right. So here's the deal. <laughs> um, you're going to you're going to pull. Remember, there are three components to every Christmas cracker. You get a little demeaning paper hat, Good. yeah, which you must wear. Good. You get a shitty toy. More on that later. And so you get a Christmassy dad joke, like a Father Christmas joke. Uh, here's kind of an example of one. What happens to the elves when they are naughty? They get slayed. Oh my God, that's, that's gone dark really quickly. <laughs> Jesus Christ! Santa executes yeah. them. Aggressive. Santa stands in the middle oh. of their corpses. Sa- Santa gives them the sack. Yeah, Santa gives, gives them, them the sack. sack is the exact yeah. punchline, <laughs> word for word. You should put that in your sack. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so here's the deal. Um, let's all pull our crackers. Okay, I'm terrified. I'm going to do both. This is, so is this breaking, though? I thought you were supposed to do this with family. I'm doing this myself. That feels Well, sad. but it's also it November anyone. It's yeah. 9th. I did so it. Can you do that by yourself, open. or is that lonely? Oh, there you go. Oh, and everything reeks of gunpowder. I won. Mm. Avery won. Yeah, okay, so. Okay, so I mentioned the toy. We're going to put that aside for later. Um, here's the, we're going to wear our This is hats, the sound of our hats. Hell yeah. I'm wearing a greenish, bluish crown. I have the joke. It is pop. Oh no! Here we go. Yeah. Here we go. Okay. Mine's purple. Okay. 
All right. It doesn't so, want to go over the head. So here's the deal. Um, okay. So each guest, in turn, will read the setup from their cracker joke, and the other guests we, will guess we have to at pull the punchline. We have to pull another cracker. We, got to... we were doing it competitively. That's cool. I'm just giving you the rules for now. Okay. Uh, so I am scoring this round. I decide the winner. Go for the funniest answer you can think of rather than the, the terrible punchline that I'm sure has been written down. Uh, Team US, because we have done our work and opened our crackers in time. Mm. Let's start. Zach, go ahead. What do you call a train loaded with toffee? And this is open for anyone. Sticky tracks. <laughs> Sticky track. tracks. Okay. I like it. Choo, 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 choo train. Okay. Okay. Team UK? Team UK? Uh, I can only think of Juju Kevin Spacey. I don't know what to what, say now. What is that? It was just a reference to ways of attracting young people. Young, okay, not, toffee. Yeah. Yeah, well, that's oh. ghastly. Yeah, I went to child catcher and then it got dark really quickly. And I didn't know what else to say. But then it was in my head and I had to say it to get it out of my head. Although it would sit there and for the rest of the thing, I'd just be thinking, you should have said the thing about toffee. So, uh, any other ideas? So, I'm, I'm coming up empty. Yeah, no, once you've said it, that, yeah. that kills okay. everything else. You know what? Listen, you you like you undersold your child molester joke, which I think is a wise move. Yeah. So it goes to sticky tracks. Yeah. And the answer has to be choo choo train. Of course, yeah. it's choo choo train. Oh, oh, I got it right. There's no yeah. way it's not a choo choo train. train. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Amanda, what's okay. yours? Okay. <clears throat> what do you call a man with a paper bag on his head? Ooh. Okay. This is uh, open. Prime for an awkward yeah. Tinder. Thing. Hold on. Oh wait. U.S. Ugly as fuck. Okay. <laughs> Team UK. Uh, a an awkward Tinder date. A. Mm. Hmm. I'm listening. This is, well, there was no more to it than that. Yeah. You can stop oh, I thought you were workshopping. Just... Okay. No, well, that's fine. It's just Avery. Um, thoughts. Lost. Because you won't know where he is. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Call him lost. Good. Uh, you know what I like? That made us all laugh the most. Point to you. Okay, Team UK. Do, do you want to know the actual answer? Yes. Oh, I guess so. It's Russell. Is it Russell? Is, yeah. It's Russell. Oh, because it would Russell. Because it would Russell, but what a terrible... I'm so sorry, Cracker <laughs> oh, I have people. A, I have a punch-up not for points, just for fun. Just for practice. Just the worst clans member. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Clan on a budget. Uh-huh. Yeah. It's like I I'm sorry guys, I forgot. But I want you to know that I I'm committed. I'm here. I love I'm the anonymity part of things. I just don't yeah. like linens or cotton. Yeah. I'm more of a yeah. recyclable kind of sure. The racist. thread count is killing me. <laughs> yeah. Okay, point points to the UK on that one. Uh now Avery, read me your setup. Why are fish easy to weigh? Ooh, okay, so we we know the answer. We know the answer. But yeah. yes, anyone anyone who um, grockle. I, I mean, it, yes, they just are easy to weigh, though. Aren't, I mean, because they're fish. Is is they they're can't small. do anything yeah. about it. They can't fight that's you true. off. It's a fish. If you want yeah, to weigh something have that's well, it's, alive, it a sounds fish like is the thing to go for. It sounds like you've only been catching small fish. Well, and... maybe I just have big scales. Oh, that's, <laughs> that's, <laughs> I've gone hey, the punchline. Uh, pi- yeah, pine fresh. Uh huh. Because anchors away. It's, uh, this is the, the I was yeah. going for the worst thing I could say. Okay. Yeah. Okay. That's a strategy. Yeah. Sure. yeah. That might work out at some point. Pine the, fresh. Not, now is not that time, but uh, Zach. Because they have low self esteem and are constantly worried about their body image. And society <laughs> tells them that if they don't get on a scale every day to check on what they're doing, they're just, no one's going to love them. And that's wrong. That's wrong. Was this about. 
Is this about what was the point of this question? <laughs> I don't know. Uh, it, it's, it's, we're all trying to answer. avoid the actual answer. Yes. Mm-hmm. Is it because uh, they yes, Nat? They stay in one place. <laughs> I don't <laughs> understand. Fresh because they swim in schools. Mm-hmm. Yes. Are we just emphasizing words now? No, it's the place is a fish. Breathe <laughs> in the air. A place is a fish. Yes. Is that true? <laughs> of course it's true. No, yeah, I'm no making up fish not. now. Maybe. Listen, guys, you got your whimsical different names for things, but you cannot convince me that a place is a fish. Yeah. Get the P-L-A-I-C-E. fuck out of here with A-I-C-E. Yeah, okay. it's the one you I call. I think that's real. Eat all the if, fish, fish. What do we call it? I don't know. Something to no. do with how much you want to eat it. You got you got your thing with arugula where you call it rocket, and I still yeah. think you're all fucking with me on that one. So <laughs> this one, you're not. I, no sale. It's because it's the Point most exciting salad vegetable. Rocket. <laughs> Point goes to the U.S. on that one. So, Avery, why are fish easy to weigh? Because they have their own they have, scales. They have their own scales. Because they have their own scales. They come with scales. Jesus. Uh, Nat, what yes. is your setup? The setup is, did you hear the joke about the butter? Well. Oh, uh, pine for it. Oh, yeah, sorry, no, someone is excited about it. Okay. I'll cede the floor. I'll cede my time. Okay. UK. Uh, Yes, I think it's terrible what Gordon Ramsay did. <laughs> sure. <laughs> a, a little callback. Ram, Ram's butt. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Pine Fresh. Yep. The joke about butter is, ha ha, American children have been taught to eat it from a very young age, and now we have an obesity <laughs> epidemic. Grockle. Point to the UK for a callback. Oh. <laughs> okay, let's recap our scores at Wait, the end of that round. Do you want to know the real answer? I, yeah, I guess I do. I'd better not tell you. It will spread. Oh, jeez! That I why why am I tired now? Yeah, because you know, I am. every that Christmas that happens for hours. I am actually going to put oh. that in my act though. That is good. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> How can you not? Yeah, that joke. That joke simultaneously a punchline that withholds its own punchline. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, it sounded almost like I wasn't telling you the punchline to that joke. Yeah, it's meta. They've gone yeah. meta with their jokes. I love it. Oh boy. Well, you guys, it's still a tie. Four points apiece for the Whoa. U.S. and the U.K. And most importantly, the song Sway was sung by Bick Runga. Yes. Bick Runga. What do those two, 1997. What do those two words mean? And, and it's interestingly, Bick Runga is a place. <laughs> and a, oh. <laughs> and so by the transitive property, Bick Runga is a fish. It's easy right. to weigh. It's easy okay. to weigh. We've worked it out. But don't spread it around. Nope. Thanks for being here, everybody. We'll be right back after this short break. I like to Hulu and chill. Am I a monster? What's happening on Game of Thrones? What's a technical Emmy? Why did Dominic Toretto go rogue? Is this meme already dead? Nicki Minaj or Remy Ma? For answers to these questions and so much more, come on over to Pop Rocket, a pop culture roundtable discussion that always has a fun, diverse panel talking about the stuff we love. Catch us every Wednesday on MaximumFun.org or wherever you decide to get your podcast. I'm not going to judge. <laughs> Welcome back. You're listening to International Waters. I am your host, Dave Holmes. With us playing for the U.S. of A, are Amanda Troop and Zach Reno. Playing for the United Kingdom, Avery Edison, Nat Tapley. Now we're moving on to a round we are calling Happy Holidays, You Filthy Animals. We have hit that time again when the right wing revs up its imagined defense machine to fight a war that is not happening, the war on Christmas. Uh, Yes, despite the fact 
the Christmas decorations have been up in stores since before Bob Mueller's investigation was handing out indictments. Apparently, we heathen as liberals have been working to take down a holiday that, if nothing else, allows us to enjoy drinking eggnog, which is a real pleasure. But if they want a war, we'll give them a goddamn war. That's why this round will be dedicated to songs that really stick it to the most positive energy holiday of the year, either with their own lyrics or through being so overplayed that they actually make us wish that we were like the hypothetical African children who Live Aid insists don't know what Christmas time is. All right. So as a Christmas gift to me from our writers, they have promised not to make any references to the Doctor Who Christmas special. You guys, thank you. I love it. Oh, I've wanted it for so long. There's no need to buzz in for this round. All your questions will be asked directly to both teams. Uh, Team US, first question is for you. The Pogues, Fairy Tale of New York, has been a wonderful and problematic Christmas favorite for longer than lead singer Shane McGowan has had teeth. And left musicians scared of writing any new Furious Christmas duets. But listen to this one, A Christmas Duel from 2008. Okay, that is The Hives uh, from Sweden. Their lead singer, Howlin Pelle, what, I don't know, Howlin P-something, Almqvist, uh, taking the male vocal. But what Grammy Award-winning artist joins him? She is American. I will give you that hint. Uh, what's the good enough for me? It's good enough. Is it Cindy Lauper? It is Cindy Lauper. It is Cindy Lauper, and I sit in awe of Amanda Troop for, for your go-to Cindy Lauper song being The Goonies Are Good Enough. <laughs> I mean, that's a, quite a pull. Thank that, you. I'm really, I'm I, really I, impressed. I a say, lot of wordplay has been forgiven in that I'm, moment. I, I feel like I'm so, I'm so not up on the pop culture that I'm so proud of myself right now. This is probably going to carry me through until 218. Great. 218. 218, is that how we're saying it? <laughs> That's how it yeah, yeah. the pop culture. 218. <laughs> we need more songs that erase the stigma of divorce. Yeah. Sometimes you have to get divorced because you got married on Christmas when 50, you were drunk. And 50% you of the true. time you have to get divorced, it turns out. Yeah, it 50, turns out. 50% of the time you must get divorced. <laughs> turns yeah. out about 50. Yes, indeed. That was Cindy Lauper. Question number three is for the UK. Mm. Among the annual traditions held by us here in the U.S. Uh, are visiting Santa Claus at the mall, watching uh, A Christmas Story for 24 hours on cable, and at least one friend pointing out that the lyrics of Baby It's Cold Outside are a little lacking in consent, let's say. Let's hear a clip of that song right now, sung by friend of the show Paul F. Tompkins and friend of humanity, Amy Mann. Let's 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 fade down before we get to hey what's in this drink. That's mm-hmm. what stops yeah. me in my tracks every time. I don't like it. Anyway, uh, we all know why that song is problematic, mm. but we consistently overlook another problem with its inclusion among the classic Christmas hits that are played on your uh, on your Christmas radio station for much too long. It's not a Christmas song at all. 
Uh, it was mm-hmm. actually a show tune from a musical yeah. film. Team UK, can you name that film? No, but I can name the people who wrote it. It's oh, okay. Lerner and Lowe, because they wrote Guys and Dolls, and it's by them, but I don't know what other shows they wrote. It's I'm gonna say Frank Lesser. It's Lesser, Frank Lesser sorry. and his I, wife, I'm really uh, not Lynn so. Garland. <laughs> Uh, yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna guess chess. My go-to is always gonna be chess for oh musicals. Chess, the <laughs> ABBA musical. Chess, yes, the yes. ABBA musical. Hell yes! Is that right? It's not right. That <laughs> would be incredible. <laughs> By the way, I've wanted to see chess forever, but you can't. Like there are no performances. Like, I, actually, streaming... I actually saw it. Ask um... me, will I leave her? <laughs> Avery, what? <laughs> I, I saw it. It was um, it was a while ago. It was one night in Bangkok. Oh God! And in London, it's literally <laughs> on every theatre. I cross over borders, but I'm still <laughs> there now. Guys, chess has some bangers. In it yeah. does. I know that, but I've just never seen it, and I want to see how a stage musical about a chess competition. Well, it's the creme de la creme. And if yes, you're looking right. for the creepiest version of Baby It's Cold Outside, the Tom Jones version is extra creepy. Oh, <laughs> where he growls all the rapiest lines is really yeah quite something Ooh. to hear. Who does he sing it with? Uh, Keris from Catatonia. Oh, amazing. Yeah. Oh, wow. That's great. It's okay. both Welsh and That's, upsetting. Yeah. Like most That's things. That's real weird. <laughs> wow. And just one last thing. The no, way I just want to say I'm not on board with Welsh shaming. The Neither Welsh people have been someone treated else. badly by, by the greater British system. And I'm I love them all. not ashamed of any of it. And they're great. I don't have any Welsh friends, but, you know, I could. I it is nice because we know that we messed up most of the countries in the world at yes. some point in their history. Including right. our own. Including our own. We're doing that now. It's very true. And you've messed me up because now I have fucking one night in Bangkok stuck in my head. Sorry. <laughs> the, the way that Murray Head says Buddha in that, it makes me furious. And now it's just playing on a tiny loop in my head. See, now Question I've, number four. I've got, I've got Keris Matthew. I've got some Catatonia in my head. That's a, Whatever happened to Keris? She's now a presenter. Karis she's she's a, I think she's doing things on BBC Six. She's oh. a radio DJ. I think good she has a show. Yeah. Oh, I'll be well, done. well, good for her. The BBC Six? <laughs> yeah. One and the same. Yeah. Team US. Here's a clip of an anti-war song that became a surprising UK Christmas hit. It's Stop the Cavalry by Jonna Louie. Hey, Mr. Churchill comes over here to say we're doing splendidly. But it's very cold out here in the snow, marching to and from the enemy. Oh, I say it's tough, I have had enough, can you stop the cavalry? Well, there you go. It's kind of a version of Edwin Starr's War, but you could play it at a, at a formal event and not feel weird. Uh, in December 1980, Stop the Cavalry hovered around the top of the UK charts, but it was held back at number three by two reissued singles by the same hugely famous male artist. It is tricky but it is definitely an answer that can be worked out. Reissues from one, let us call him recently dead celebrity in 1980, were at number one and number two at Christmas 1980. Beloved British. Because I, d- oh. I was going to say Sting. Really recently dead. But. <laughs> can't believe Sting, Sting died. No, it's not Sting. I can't believe Morrison. Sting is dead. <laughs> he was one and two on the track. <laughs> now he's dead, and we're breaking the news here. <laughs> I'd love to do that. Can we just oh, break some news of people's deaths now? Yeah. It's 1980. It's 1980. The year is 1980. It's December 1980. <laughs> mm-hmm. But he's British. He's British. He's beloved. And he he's... just died. I can't believe Tom he Petty just was British. was murdered. Just? Yeah. He was, he was murdered? murdered? Yes. What? What? December 1980. 
Wait, Michael he has just died Jackson. in 1980? No, he just died recently. No, he died in December 1980. Oh, he died in 1980. You gotta listen to the words that I I'm thought saying. that he died recently that and that his hits were in 1980. No, his hits were hits because he had just died and they were reissued. Oh, it, and everyone's favorite Beatle. It's uh, yeah. Lennon. John George, Lennon. George Harrison. Yeah, it's John Lennon. <laughs> it is John, it's John Lennon, Lennon, Zach. It's John Lennon. That can't yeah. be. He didn't write any of the songs. Did was John Lennon? George wrote it's all John, the songs. It was John Lennon. It's John Lennon. I feel weird giving you a point for that, but I'm gonna give you a point for that. Led you to walk. That one, I think we can all. We'll take a. We'll take a point. Take it. That's take fine. It. We'll take it. Fair enough. At the end of that round, <laughs> here are the scores. They are furiously being tabulated. Right now, the U.S. is now in the lead with seven. The U.K. has four. When did we get three? Yeah, because I don't know. You know, who did this? Their initials were J.L. They were in the Beatles. They recently died in 1980. Uh, Ringo. It's Ringo. It's Ringo, yeah. I think most of you Which Elvis wrote this song? You guys, it could be Costello, though. It could be. Do you know what's actually going through my head now? It's like, you better go back to your bars, your temples. (laughs) You massage ballers. <laughs> I fucking hate that song, and now it's stuck in my head. I'm going to do something about that during the break. We'll be right back. Hey, Helen Hong. Yes, J. Keith Van Stratton? What's the difference between a layover and a stopover? I have no idea. What's the difference between optimal and optimum? I have no idea. What's the difference between an actual conversation and a promo for our new show on Maximum Fun, Go Fact Yourself? Nobody has any idea. Go Fact Yourself, the game show with celebrity contestants, super smart experts, and answers to questions you've never even asked. Listen twice a month on MaximumFun.org or wherever you get your podcasts. And be in the audience for our tapings of Go Fact Yourself in downtown L.A. It's free. Go to GoFactYourPod.com for more info. We're having a very realistic conversation. Yes, we are. Welcome back, everybody. And so we go to our final round. Now, I know both teams have tried super hard, and I want you to know it's been as useless as an agreement not to talk politics at the Christmas table because the winner of the final round receives one million points. That's, That's a lot of points. So this really, you could say, yeah, this is for everything. Yeah. This is for everything. This it's is for like, all the marbles. It's like Quidditch. None of it matters. Yeah. I guess. Because the snitch is the only thing that's But we important. only need three to win, so we're going to give 999,997 of them back. I will be donating my points to charity. (laughs) I'll be be keeping them all because I am an American. (laughs) I am a capitalist. And what's mine is mine. I pulled myself up by my bootstraps. (laughs) (laughs) And no one's ever helped me at all because I live in a void. (laughs) I live in a void planet. I am the only inhabitant of it. And that is the only way in which an Ayn Randian philosophy is possibly applicable. Yeah, yeah. it's not a village at all. It doesn't take a village. It doesn't take a village. Villages get in the way of me. Yeah. They're they're village laws. You can be your own teacher and your own doctor and your own soccer coach. Like, you birth yourself here. Oh, no, I ruined it. I I thought it was so funny in my head. It was very good. Well, we could do this all day, but let's get into it. Uh, This is a returning favorite from last year. It's the second half of our Cracker Please round. This is the moment where I will ask you to grab those terrible prizes that you found inside your Christmas Cracker and tell the listener at home what you got. Let's do that right now. I'll just tell you, I got got what I guess is one of those um, plastic frogs that you like. 
uh, I don't know if frogs have tails, but you press on it, you press on it, and then it should jump. Oh, it jumped. It there jumps. you go. Okay, that's well, neat. that's what I got. Um, mine is what I can only guess is a little bit of Russian propaganda. <laughs> it's a little crescent moon, and it's red. It has a star in it. That's nice. So, but uh-huh. it does look a little bit like a sickle. Okay. And just the facts. What is it? It's a it's a barrette. It's a barrette for your hair. Great. But it wouldn't stay in. Zach, what you got? I got. I believe what is an empty bullet casing. Okay. <laughs> and if it's not that, then I don't know where the present is. Because what I'm holding in my hand is a small metal cylindrical shape. <laughs> oh, that's, you know, though, I think that's part of the package. I'm not sure. The I little, think this is the gift. <laughs> the little tiny plastic toy should have been, like, wrapped up in your crown. And, uh, and I then, probably, uh, I've eaten it. Well, come, ba- come back to me. Come okay. okay. back to me. Pack has a bullet in. That, that <laughs> is the one. Nat yeah. has to go outside. I win. Nat, what you got? I have the worst of all. I have a, it's a metal spring with a, <laughs> a a ring of metal attached to it in the middle, um, and it says magic trick. What it means is thing that you won't be able to do. Um, it's not magic. Mm-hmm. It's just a, look. These two pieces of metal are attached, and you'd have to try really hard to get them apart. And it is the worst of all, and it's making me angry to look at it. Okay, Avery, how about you? I got. Uh, I'm going to dispute. <laughs> no, you the, the, the worst one because uh, I got a measuring tape. It's, oh. It is twenty five inches long, so it can just about measure my penis. Um, uh-huh. We got twenty five inches, and we've we've got sixty four centimeters. Or no, that doesn't sound right. Yeah, sixty four yeah, centimeters, so we can do both imperial yeah. and metric on that. You can measure okay. things which you could easily hold in your hand span, yes. but nothing bigger okay. than that. Yeah, pretty much. Interesting. Okay, so here's the deal. For this final round... I, fa- um, I found gonna... it. Not oh, to jump okay, what in, is but it? I did Just tell find me what it. it is. It's a plane. It's, it's a plane? A, it's a spaceship that... It's a it's a plane that could not fly. It's an aerodynamically impossible plane. Okay. Would you like okay, to Okay, great. Okay, here's the deal. Um, your goal is to convince us that the junk that you have in your hands is not junk at all, but rather a priceless item that we must buy from you. So give us your best QVC presenter impression and sell us on this amazing collector's item. Whichever team convinces me that their items are the best will get the million points that they need for the whole game and will, in fact, save Christmas for their home nation. Team UK, I'm going to have you go first. Sell me your items right now. I think we've all been in a situation at Christmas when we're, we're trying to wrap our presents. We're not doing a great job, you know, that we've got not got enough paper. We've got too much paper. We don't know where to to trim the paper uh, in order to get a nice, pleasant, pleasing, crisp seam. And so I've got in my hands here a measuring tape. This is a vinyl measuring tape, but it's got, you hear that at the end, the the tick, 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 that's the metallic end on the measuring tape, so that's going to help you hold it in place. And with this measuring tape, you can measure the item you're wrapping, the present, the gift. You can measure it, and then you can measure the paper and make just perfectly accurate cuts. And if you see here, I've got one I measured earlier, and I'm going to use that to wrap the gift I have in front of me and you can see there it's it's a perfect match and that's because I use this measuring tape now a little known fact about this measuring tape obviously you can see here it's got the centimeters on one side but on the other side it's got inches so depending on whichever system you want to measure in you can do it at the at the ease of simply flipping over the tape so we've got it's basically like the fact that you've actually told you at the time and it doesn't <laughs> no it doesn't yeah. it physically well won't i do think that, i better so. i better get one of those uh nat how about yours um well christmas is a time ta- is a disaster of a time emotionally sure. uh what every conversation is fraught with is laden with emotion that's been pe- building up for years and all anyone really wants to do is set fire to the house and walk away 
But if you have a little metal spring with a ring on it, which cannot be separated from that spring, you'll have something for all the family to work on and come together, and all the hate will dissipate. And also, because it's inseparable and yet utterly infuriating, it's a wonderful symbol of Christmas. Like you, you keep no. building up that that ring cannot be separated, and I'm going to be amazed when you actually Avery. pull Avery's the trick off. Avery's going to do it in one second now, and I'm going to sit here and actually. Well, defecate. yeah, I can see the seam in this ring. You clearly just need to. I don't pull think it you're meant to do it like that, are you? Well, no, you're meant oh, to. You're... you're meant to use smarts, not brawn can we cancel this podcast so i can know you know what <laughs> by, by ending your sales pitch with a genuine christmas table argument you kind of made your point and it's perfect yeah. <laughs> that was beautiful that was beautiful team us you have your work cut out for you amanda let her rip do you have little bits of fine tufty hair that you just need to pin down you know sometimes regular barrettes they're too big they're too clunky <laughs> They don't stay in if you have fine, fuzzy bits of nose hair, eyebrows, <laughs> just wispy bits of the back of your neck. What you need is a teeny, tiny, light plastic barrette with a half moon and a star on it. This will transform those bits of hair, which some people might say are scary and should be removed from your body. It will make <laughs> them beautiful again. It works on toe hair, on armpit hair, and let's not forget on lower back hair and it can be yours right now <laughs> she's really giving it to me she's like okay all right all right fine i'll take it i'll take it fine fine okay very good i'm i'm almost sold zach how about you guys the holidays are a time of love and family but the modern family is spread out all across the country of the world your dad lives in nepal and your mother in spain and you live in, in Nevada, and your family is everywhere, and traveling to meet your family is hard and stressful. And that's where air travel comes in. You need to get on a plane and go and visit them. But here's the thing. You don't want to, because being on a plane is hard, and it sucks, and your family is far away, and sometimes they suck. And that's why Tiny Plastic Plane Airlines <laughs> is here for you. It is a plane that is too small to get on and can't fly anywhere. And so when you get to the airport, you'll be able to tell your family, I couldn't come because the plane was a tiny plastic plane and I can't fly to you because that would be impossible. And this plane can be yours for only $60,000. Wow. That is all. Your own for a plane? Are you kidding me? Call now and receive a free bullet casing for free. <laughs> You know, I think if you if you put that plane up to the mic, I think you can hear a tiny Dave Holmes crying to a dog's purpose. <laughs> and just for that callback and for saying nice things about me before we started taping, UK, you're the greatest country in the world. Yes. But it was I'm telling you, you guys, it was close. No, it was very close. I think we got we gotta give it to them. Yeah. Sure. I'm I'm into it. They're fantastic. It's, it's you a all season fantastic. of giving. It is a season of giving. Enjoy it, UK. And I'm Enjoy a dual U.S. citizen, so actually you won two. Oh, wow. sort of. You have oh, two wow. U.S. citizenships? Yeah, yeah I've got two citizenships. Real Mancurian right. candidate over here. Wow. I am. In fact, I'm, when this, can this we... is a fraud. Yeah. It's three quarters American and just one. <laughs> you're a double agent. Yeah. Uh, so before we finish, do you have anything that you want to plug that you are doing that you are proud of? And then to offset the ego karma, something someone else did that you want the world to know about. Nat, because um, you're half American, we'll start with you. 
I don't. I'm not doing anything very exciting. Um, if they, oh. people want to follow me on Twitter, it's at Nat, N-A-T-T, and that would be, that would be lovely. Um, uh-huh. Things I'm enjoying, um, The Good Place is Good, uh, that's keeping me going, as is Despair. I find Despair you really helpful, and let's okay. double down on that. Keeps you moving. Yeah. Keeps you moving through the day. Uh, Avery. I'm also going to recommend uh, my Twitter. It's the best Twitter account, twitter.com slash A Edison. You can see jokes about the fact that I'm transgender, so a lot of descriptions of my broken penis and uh, uh-huh. and brilliant breasts. Um, uh-huh. And also a lovely tale of a stray cat I'm adopting that people seem oh. to think is a, a very good thread. Um, oh. I just started crying. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, it's currently taken place over like sixty days, going from her nervously hopping into my room to uh, re- in recent nights cuddling up with me in bed. Oh my god! And there's photos <laughs> and video and people people bloody love name? it. What's the name? What's the name of the cat? What's the cat's name? What's the name of the cat? The cat's name is Freya. Yes, I was reading some Norse Norse mythology when I met met her. So uh, Freya, the Earth Mother, right? Yeah, <sighs> yeah, hell yeah. And also, because when they scratch things, they fray them. So fray is a pretty good name for it. Oh, yeah. My legs <laughs> are completely frayed. She's, <laughs> she's torn all my tissue out. Um, and I would like to recommend uh, something I watched recently, the 2005 Wes Craven-directed movie Red Eye, uh, which okay. is about uh, Killian Murphy and Rachel McAdams on a plane. Uh-huh. And uh, it's just really good. It's a perfect, like, 90-minute thriller. And also it's got some stuff about uh, misogyny and, and feminism uh, that I think is uh, really relevant these days. And I checked, nice. and both Killian Murphy and Wes Craven seem to be harassment and abuse-free at the moment. Whew. So it's right. uh, okay to recommend, I think, for Cross now. Cross those fingers. Yeah. Cross those fingers. Okay. Can I change mine? No. Well, I mean, maybe. I mean, because I'm watching The Good Place, but I don't really love it. It, I feel like wow. it just gets sort of weird at the end, and I don't like the structure. But wow, I love it. This is the Jake first Thackeray, shade I've heard against The Good Place. The music of Jake Thackeray, uh, which is that, that's what's really been keeping me going over the last. Well, I would yeah. like to recommend The Good Place then, because right. it, well, it is really brilliant. But yeah, but it's you not guys, a sitcom. It, it's trying to wedge. Anyway, it doesn't matter. You need. To, you no, really you need, need to read it. I will not hear it. Darcy no, Carden is a it's, national treasure. It, it, it's of all absolutely time. wonderful. But what it doesn't do is what I want at the end of my sitcom, which is the, here's the bit where we've solved everything. Instead, it goes, hey, you're going to binge watch this. I'm going to tack on an extra scene wow. that ruins everything uh-huh. just wow. to drag you into the next episode. Wow. Someone's not getting yeah. cast in Michael Scher's next project. <laughs> <laughs> Again. Amanda True, what you got? Uh, so I, uh, I got a couple. So, okay, follow me on Twitter. It's Amanda underscore troop it's the same on instagram mm-hmm. and i got i got things that i signed non-disclosure agreements about that are coming out next year um so there's that star wars no it's yeah star it's star wars are you the porg oh wait i'm the porg are you all the porg um i'm the porg you'll be assimilated into my cuteness that was a star trek that was a star porg, wars a porg porg crossover crossover um i forgot what i was talking about uh but uh i did just start recording you were going to tell me the top secret things yeah oh, sorry the, the, the porg porg's name is locutus oh Oh my gosh, you just won everything. You won an extra million points just from me. Yay! Are we allowed to give out our own points? <laughs> I don't think so. I get five that's million points. That's my Thanks favorite so. pun of the hour. And I just started recording a, a new animated show called Box Peak. Uh, so that'll be coming out on the internet this next year. Uh-huh. And then if you're in LA, you can see my troupe Ripley Improv. We're doing a show based on Netflix's uh, series Glow. Hmm. 
uh, it's called Glam, and we're arm wrestling, and there's glitter, and it's fun, and it's long-form narrative improv. Uh, and something I'm enjoying that's not related to myself, um, I am reading uh, Cuckoo's Calling by Robert Galbraith, which is actually just a pen name for J.K. Rowling. Oh, nice. But it's excellent, and it's sort of like, what if Mad-Eye Moody was a private eye? Okay. Yeah. All right, solid. Thank you, Amanda. Jack sure. Reno. Hey, I, I got a Twitter it's fine. It's at Zach Reno, R-E-I-N-O. It's fine? Yeah, it's fine. Okay. <laughs> I mean, we've already established two of the people on this podcast have the top one and two podcasts in the world. That's true. So I have to be careful with how I say it. But mm-hmm. um, uh, my podcast, uh, Off Book, the Improvised Musical. It's very funny. It's, it's, it's fun, and it's a good time, and we got cool people on it. So come give it a listen. It's, it's, it's real fun. And two things. One, Star Trek Discovery. Discovery. Discovery? <laughs> Star Trek Discovery and also Star Trek Discovery. Get CBS. All, it's great. It's wonderful. It's a great new Star Trek. And I want to throw some like maximum fun shout outs here. The podcast The Adventure Zone, the mm. balance arc. Uh-huh. It's part of the McElroy Empire as if they need more support. But like it's it's three brothers and their dad playing D&D. It starts slow because they're learning to play D&D. Stick with it. It is one of the best stories I have ever experienced in my life. Really? Yeah. It is, it made me cry. It made me laugh. It is, it takes place like they're doing it over three years. Two of them have like kids while they're doing the pot. It's, I truly don't know how to describe it okay. other than to say stick with it past the first 10 or so. And then <laughs> like an hour an each. Investment. I'm, yeah, I'm telling you. I'm telling you, if that if it sounds like that might be your thing, it's, it's a real Hollywood a handbook type podcast. You need to invest oh. a solid like thirty hours of listening before you really okay. click. And then it gets it gets, yeah, cool. it gets amazing. Wow. Cool. Okay. You know what? I'm sold. I'm sold. I'm sold. I'm Dave Holmes. But mostly my podcast. I just interrupted you. No, it's you. a really I'm good sorry. podcast. <laughs> no, we got it. It's a really good podcast. I'm on Twitter at Dave Holmes. Uh, my book Party of One is available now in paperback. I'm never going to stop shilling it. And uh, and I would like to recommend the song Sway by Bic Runga from 1992. <laughs> 7, 1997. It was, on, it was the on the soundtrack of some movie. Yeah, there we go. Uh, so thank y'all for listening to International Waters, Amanda Troop, Zach Reno, Avery Edison, Nat Tapley. Thank you for playing. You there with the headphones. Thanks for listening. We'll see you next time on International Waters. Bye. You've been listening to International Waters with me, Dave Holmes, playing where Amanda Troop, Zach Reno, Avery Edison, Nat Tapley. Our theme music is USA versus White Noise by Lady Tron. Thanks to them for letting us use it. If you have not already left us a review on Apple Podcasts, please do it now. Get in the giving spirit. And it helps us uh, get the word out to new listeners. The show was recorded at Guilt Free Post in London by John Purcell Shackleton and at Max Fun HQ in Los Angeles. The script was written by Riley Silverman and John Luke Roberts. Our producers are Christian Duenas, Jennifer Marmer, Laura Swisher. And we are all going to kiss you under the mistletoe if you give us verbal consent. Bye. Sure. Yeah. Sorry. Why a uh, why okay. a fish so good at music? Because they, uh, they have they their have own scales. scales. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Why a good sure. why a fish so good at climbing walls? Um, they have their they own scales. 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 Things. Their scales. Yeah. yeah. <sighs>
All right. Why why do fish have tight shoulders? Because of their scalenes. <laughs> okay. UK likes it. Yeah. Sure. We're, we're very Listen. down with scalenes. <laughs> I'm guessing it's a shoulder thing. It's a shoulder thing. Yeah. Probably. MaximumFun.org. Comedy and culture. Artist owned. Listener supported.